Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczeplewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Hey, hey, hey! How is everyone? Welcome to another episode. <clears throat> Crispy voice here. <laughs> How is everyone? Today, I want to talk about a concept that I have learned from one of my mentors, and that is Marissa. Yeah, I've learned so much from her. And obviously, I'm using her method, RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy, when I work with my clients. So as you can imagine, I love what she does in her message. And this concept, initially, I have learned from her. But before we get to the nitty-gritty, I want you to consider that looking back, the world has changed why a bit over the many centuries. However, our mind hasn't really up and doesn't really reflect those changes that much. And I am referring to the older past of our brain. Some people refer to it as a monkey brain <clears throat> because we are still primed for a flight freeze response. And that is really important to understand because way back in the day, the stressors that we were facing were very different. In today's days, usually for most of us, the stressors are meant mostly mental. They're not really real. You know, your boss stressing you out is not really a, a life or death threat. You know, you potentially could maybe lose your job if you go and say something silly to him, but you're not going to die. And Rain still believes that the main job that it has is to keep us alive. And obviously, that is important. But taking what I just said, that the brain's main job is to keep us alive, your question could be, well, how is it doing this? Well, it is doing this by listening to the instructions that we give it about what causes 
pain. Once it knows what causes us pain, it will do everything to move us away from that pain. So think about it. If you think that speaking in front of people is painful because maybe you have to do a speech at school and you stumbled over your words and everyone left and it was such an emotional experience, caused you a lot of emotional pain, and you promised to yourself as a six, seven-year-old, whatever, that you will never do it again. You maybe even forgot about that it happened, but now you are in your just trying to build your career, and you've got that unconscious belief that making speeches in front of people, even presenting, you know, work to five people, your team. It's painful subconsciously, so like thinking, well, what is going on here? Remember, your brain is there to keep us alive. So if your belief is that this is painful, it will sabotage you every time you need to make a speech in front of anyone. So having said this, what do you think happens to your brain and to your body as a response when brain is listening to so the directions that we give it to by saying things, expressing what causes us pain. Um, let's say you're sitting in a traffic jam on the way to work and you're focusing words to yourself. Oh, oh my God, this traffic is killing me. This is a nightmare. My day is going to be terrible. I'm going to be late for the meeting. My boss is going to drive me nuts. I am dying under this pressure. So you just told your brain that this traffic is killing you. So the brain will try to move you away from this pain by giving you stress response. So your heartbeat will go faster because it's trying to move you away from something that causes you pain. And maybe you will wake up with this feeling like, oh my God, I hate this traffic and I have to go and sit in a car again going to work. Well, the brain will maybe give you a migraine because it will try to stop you from doing something that causes you pain because you just told your brain that sitting in a traffic is painful. So those are not very constructive instructions. The brain wouldn't you agree? Because your brain thinks you are under a great and as I said, it will increase your heart rate, your cortisol level will increase. And then because you are really stressed, you, you kind of at the end of your feather and you lash out your kids, you send an angry text message, things just don't go your way. Because your mind does what it thinks you want it to do it. And what truly believes it, it is in your best interest and pain is not in your interest so the key here understand is the words are powerful and your mind is always always listening so how can you test this you know how those words actually affecting your body because i'm saying it as but i want to prove it to you so there's a muscle test that you can do I want you to make a circle with your thumb and a finger on one hand and do the same on your other hand so they kind of 
circling over each other so you can take them separately. So you've got two circles kind of interlaced. And start pulling against the circle with the thumb and finger on one hand just to see how strong they are. And as you're doing this, keep pulling and you keep saying to yourself, I am very strong, I am very successful, I am amazing, I am enough. My fingers don't come apart. I'm very strong. Now, keep doing this, but now, change what you are saying to yourself. Now, you're still having those fingers interlaced. You're going to pull against them, each other. I want you to say, I am a loser. I always mess up everything. I am not worthy. I'm not enough. I've lost a lot of strengths in my fingers. For you, what happened? What we say to ourselves is important. So the lesson here is be very, very careful what you think and say to yourself. It absolutely affects your body and mind in ways that are incredibly profound. So now that you see how powerful what you think and what you say about something in your life and about yourself, Take a moment and find something in your life that is not really going for you very well. It's maybe challenging, but your business is not growing, your relationship is struggling, your career is kind of falling apart. So find something in your life that is not really going that well, it's challenging. And I want you to take a moment. You can even take a uh, journal and journal around it. And I want you to think, what is the story that you keep telling to yourself about this particular era in your life that is not going well? What are your beliefs around that era of your life? And taking under account what I just said, can you see the link between the era of your life that is not going so well and the story, the beliefs, the thoughts and words that you're having? And I get it. Changing thought habit, action habit, patterns that you've had for many years, many decades, maybe 50, 60, 70, whatever is your age, can be daunting, can be challenging. And you think, oh, how am I going to do this? And what I just thought about is the saying that, you know, you cannot teach old dogs in your trick. And that is such a rubbish. It's one of those stories that is just perpetuate the idea that we cannot change, which is not true. And this is where hypnosis comes very handy because it can help us to find those hidden subconscious patterns and belief, beliefs that we have. Sometimes we're not even aware of them, that we have them. It can help us to find it, rewire it, those old and outdated beliefs that are causing us so much pain, that are haunting us from the shadows, hypnosis can help us to rewire them and install better helpful stories and beliefs and patterns and habits and it's just so powerful. If changing anything in your life still seems a little bit challenging, I want you to think about words said by Mark Twain. If you do what you always have done, you get what you have always got. So then the question for you is, 
How fed up are you with this particular era of your life? Are you willing to do the work to get what you want and desire? Because nothing will change if you continue the way you are. If you continue with the stories and patterns that you're holding about you and your ability to deliver as you have been for the last decades or however long. And that kind of goes also to the concept of learning how to be comfortable and doing the things that needs to be done in order to get what you want. So let's say if you're growing a business, you want to do the uncomfortable things, the one that maybe we're not really comfortable doing or causes struggle because maybe we've got some sort of beliefs about being visible, doing live calls or reaching out to get clients. Do those things first. Because when we do the hard things first, they're out of the way and then we can do the easy things later. And we can tell to our mind that I'm choosing to do the hard, so quote to quote speak hard because they only hard because we tell ourselves they are hard. But we choose to do those things first because we love them, you know, we love doing them or we want this business to grow or we want this career, so we want to learn this new thing. We want, we want to seize the mind that we choose to do it because if we feel like we are forcing ourselves to do something that causes pain and as I said earlier brain wants to move us away from pain so if we I don't know want to do a Facebook live and we like oh my god I don't want to do it I don't really good my hair don't look good so it causes us emotional pain brain wants to move us away from pain that we end up sabotaging ourselves we're gonna go and end up doing something completely else the day ends and we haven't done the thing so do the hard things first you have a choice how you think about those things how we choose things so say to yourself that you choose to do them because if you say that you have to implies pain and as we do them they get easier so set yourself up for success and learn to prioritize what will move the needle for you first, whatever it is that you want. So, for example, if you're building a business and you get overwhelmed, I want you to think about what a difference will make between when we say we can cope, this is too much, versus we have a phenomenal coping thoughts, no matter what, I will figure things out. So so really my invitation for you is to become aware of the words that you are saying to yourself. So now I want you to consider you were born lovable enough and worthy. However, somewhere along the way, you created a belief that is contrary as a result to what happened in your life. So basically, you were born and you were immediately lovable enough, worthy to have the love, success, relationships, whatever it is that you want. However, as life went, things happened to you. You created certain meaning and interpretation, connections, and you created a belief that says otherwise. But because it's in your subconscious mind, it rules your life. And since our brain prefers what is familiar and unknown, we will keep going back to those beliefs 
against our conscious wishes. So let's say you want to be debt free and grow your business and concentrate on what you're doing, yet you went off to buy a shiny new thing and you didn't show up in your business the way you wanted because somewhere there is unconscious belief that you are not worthy of the thing that you so want so dearly. You see the pattern here. And that applies to pretty much every era of our life because eating the same food is also familiar. So once we learn to use food to comfort our emotions, it's familiar pattern now to use food as a coping strategy to soothe our emotional pain. We're going to revert back to the unhealthy food time and time again. That goes to relationships, success, every single era of our life. Also, that goes with our relationship with success and money because we observed the world, our parents, school, our environment, and we observed and we've learned how to and what our relationship with money should be. And later, no much how much money you are making, that initial relationships that you've learned save your beliefs so maybe you do make quite a hefty amount but you never have enough you always end up spending all of it we watched your parents struggling and it doesn't really matter how much you have you all sort of struggle with money with managing the money because this is the familiar unknown pattern that you observed from the day you were born and that is the blueprint that you have we want to make those unfamiliar patterns familiar. In this view, a few ways that we can do it. Going back to the error that I asked you before that's challenging and doesn't really work for you that well. We want to make sure that we want to make familiar what's unfamiliar for us so that this particular era of our life can go well. So we might want to start saying to ourselves better stories. We, we might want to say to, some, to ourselves that we are lovable, that we are worthy of success, that we are a confident CEO of the business, that everything always works out for you. So go back to that era of your life that it's not working so well. Go back to those <clears throat> stories that you've analyzed, the things that you're saying to yourself and you want to flip them. And based upon what I've learned from Risa and my own work with clients, usually, for the most part, the problem that we are facing, which is no problem because they're just the symptoms of you know, the things that we are struggling, the procrastinations, the lack of confidence, the sabotaging patterns, drinking too much, eating too much, those are all symptoms of a deeper problems. And they usually calm down. I am not enough. It's not available to me. And I am different. I can't connect. You read and calm down to those three. What can you do about that? So there's a few things you can do. One, you can start telling your mind what you want. And here is very important that you are exact what you want. Because as I said, mind will do what you say it to. Instructions need to be precise then you want to make your new beliefs familiar. That will take repetition. So you want to be self-aware of your words. So you want to be aware of the words you are 
saying to yourself, so you want to make these new words, new beliefs familiar. There's a huge power in repetition. We've learned by repetition. So we're going to relearn by repetition. And why is that so important? Because most people repeat the negative words to themselves. They repeat what they don't want to themselves. And I found that so potent when I work with clients. So many people don't know what they want. And when I ask them, what they do want, they say, oh, I don't want to feel anxious. Well, the brain doesn't understand don't. Negative doesn't exist. So, the heat. so, so what the mind hears is anxiety. This trigger flip this to the positive. So be very precise. What is that you want? Every day, do something that brings you closer to your goal. So identify what that is and focus on it. Do it every day. And I'm not asking you to overwork and do the hard things first and then reward yourself later. So there's a few things that you can do here. Also, hypnosis, please go and find someone that can help you. Right, so there's a few rules of the mind, many of them. I only will bring you a few and I probably will another, I will do another episode. Um, rules of the mind but there's a few i kind of mentioned already your every thought and word is a blueprint that your mind and body works to make a reality imagination is more powerful than knowledge when dealing with your mind your mind moves you away from pain and towards pleasure the mind learns by repetition what is expected tends to be realized whatever you focus on you get more of and many more i probably will do another episode around that so just bear in mind there's a few principles a few rules by which the mind operates so another thing that you can do is to work on your relationship with yourself because by far this is the most important relationship that you can have and your relationship with yourself is based upon your self-image and self-identity and that in return determine how you grow up in the world and how successful you are and what kind of relationship you have and so on. And as Marissa Pierre says, the most important words you will ever say are the words you say to yourself while the most important opinion is your own. So please, please, please work on yourself and your relationship with yourself. Because underneath many, many problems that we are struggling as humans, the emotional beliefs under, underneath the addictions, underneath the mental fixations and many issues that we are facing is the very belief of I am not enough. Whether that's not smart enough, not thin enough, not tall enough, not Slim enough, not fat enough, not smart enough, not successful enough, whatever they're not enough is for you. And that is a huge problem, which is further uh, expanded by society, the, the very society that we live in. So I want you to think about consumerism, the beauty standards, the relationship ideas, all those things that we, as a society, question, we think that, you know, if we... Um, get the guy and buy the car and get the job, suddenly that makes us worthy and enough. And then we've got people who 
you know, from the outside, they look like they've got everything, yet inside they are screaming in pain because your self-worth doesn't come from outside of you. It comes from inside of you. So now I, got, I want to bring your attention back to my title. Mark your mirror and transform your life and business from the inside out. So what I want you to do, what I'm inviting you to do, is to write on your mirror, I am enough. Write it everywhere you can. Because it's true. How can you believe that you're enough? So, as you know, imagination is very powerful. Your mind doesn't know what's imagined or what's real. So rather than continue to repeat this belief that you've created many decades ago that you're not enough, imagine as if it's already true. And that is really important. Imagine as if it's already true. How would that look like? How would that feel like for you? Imagine that you're enough already. And as I said, write on your fridge, on your mirror, have a screenshot on your phone, get reminders on your phone, do whatever it takes. When someone buys you a coffee, take a moment to yourself and say, thank you, and say, obviously I'm very enough, I'm good enough, you know, for a friend to buy me a coffee. You know, when you sit in a warm shower, you say, you are good enough to have a warm shower. And obviously, use the emotions because emotions are more powerful than logic. So when you do it, involved emotion. How does that feel like for you? Accept compliments with an open arm, saying to yourself, obviously, I'm good enough to receive a compliment. Praise yourself. It will really boost your self-esteem. And self-esteem is what you think of you. So, praise yourself. Accept, acknowledge your wins. Every single little one, even the tiny ones. And stop saying negative, hurtful words towards yourself. Because one of the reasons we are depressed, because we say hurtful, critical words to ourselves. And by now, I hope you can see how critical it is for us to watch what we say. So start building this loving relationship with yourself because this is the most important relationship you can have ever have because everything else by rockets or sky fall from there. Because if that relationship is not healthy, then ask yourself what unmet needs you have. Once you identify them, ask yourself, how can you fulfill them? How can you support yourself? And focus on the present because the mind lives in the present. And when we focus on the past or the future, then we are either live depressed or anxious. Live in a now, in a present. How can you support yourself today, right now? What can you do to fulfill those needs? And as Marissa say, you can become your own parent or tell leaders, just do whatever it takes to create a loving relationship with yourself because that is key to everything. And be very clear, what does that look like for you? So you can obviously journal, working with someone, highly encourage, because you are not that three-year-old or seven-year-old or eight-year-old when you create that belief. That's not you anymore. And you can even write that in your journal. You know, 
when you identify when you've created this belief, you can say, that's not me. Or even if you don't know, it doesn't matter. If you've got a belief that you're not good enough, you can write, that's not me because I'm beautiful. I can support myself. I have phenomenal coping skills. Just write what's true to you. So I hope that was really helpful. And if you are ready to work with someone, to get support, to help you to identify those hidden beliefs, those hidden stories that you may not even be aware, or maybe you do know, but you're struggling to shift them, you are struggling to change, you've got certain habits or patterns that you still can't really figure out how you can change them so that you can create a loving relationship with yourself or with your partner or you've got business and for some reason you just can't seem to grow struggling to get those clients or show up online consistently give me a bus a call there'll be a link in the description and again it's only january started 2023 on a high note and the eight what is that you so deeply desire and i see everyone next thank you for listening if you found value in this podcast i would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life i ask you to do this because this will help all the people to improve their lives as well share and spread the love all around you raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find a link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.